Hi, I'm Mac. Hi, I'm Ruckus. And together, we're Maximum Ruckus! What's up, Internet? Welcome to Maximum Ruckus, the show where your two dumbest friends have a conversation. That's us. I am one of your hosts, Jose Ruckus, a.k.a. Zen Jennings McKenna. <gasps> That's good. Ooh. Thank you. Joining me, as always, McKenna May. It's me. Hi. How are you doing, McKenna? I'm great. I'm sore, but I'm good. Sore from what? Uh, Memorial Day picnic. We had some games. We played cornhole and we played kickball. So Is it a Memorial Day picnic if you don't have it on Memorial Day? It's a Memorial Day weekend picnic. Mm. <laughs> We always, for some reason, we've always had it the Sunday before rather than the Monday of. I think I think that's that's pretty typical. Okay. Do, do it on do it on a Sunday because mm. you do you get the Monday off. You can do whatever you want on that, Sunday. That is true. That is true. We almost we played around with the idea a couple years ago for Fourth of July because we have it at our house. We played around with the idea of having it the the day before because I think it was like a Saturday or a Sunday or something. We're like, what if we just did it? We didn't because. But you thought about it. We thought about it. We threw out the idea. We played around with it, but still in the fourth. Got to have it on the mm. fourth. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's it's that's the day. That is the that is the fourth of July. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case you forgot what day it was. Can't do it on the third of July. No. What? What even is that day? What even it's is nothing. that day? Exactly. Pointless day. Might as well not even exist. <laughs> right. Take it out. Go right from second to fourth. Psh. Who needs it? Uh, let's. We don't really got. We have like one prepared topic today, right? We do. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I've got. You. Notes. You have the Ween update from last episode. The Ween. The Ween update. I do. Um, Ween is weird. Um, if I didn't know that I was only listening, because I went through instead of going out of my own, I just did like the "This Is Ween" playlist. Just to, okay. yeah, yeah. I if I didn't know it was all Ween, I wouldn't know that it was Ween because <laughs> every do a lot of different stuff. Every single song was different, and it's, it it gave me whiplash. Like you're going back and forth. Like it they did a whole thing with like, um. Uh, the dudes who did South Park, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That because like it went to that and like Cartman was talking and I was like, why is Cartman here? <laughs> I thought this was Ween. <laughs> that was wild. Um, there's a song Japanese Cowboy that is just I think Chariots of Fire. It's like <laughs> just a <laughs> quick inversion of Chariots of Fire, but with lyrics over top of it. Um. Yeah, South Park song was that, and there was multiple. I was starting to write them all out, but I was like, "There's, there's a whole album that's just like it's from like one of their concerts or whatever." It was huh. Mr. Mackey was there at one point. Oh, they must have been because uh, a while back, like the South Park guys did a big concert with like mm. um, I knew that um, Les Claypool from Primus was there for it because oh. he does the South Park theme song. Oh, um, okay. I didn't know Ween was part of that. That's probably <laughs> what it was. Ween was there. They were weaning That's, it up. That seems like a very wean thing to do. <laughs> it is. Well, I was They're like, strange band, strange I, band. I listened to the first song. I was like, okay, this is the. I had to remind myself, like, this is the people who did Ocean Man. <laughs> like Ocean Man. 
they did Ocean Man. Yeah. Ween. Ween is Ween. What, so so what, what's your conclusion? Do you think Ween is something that you're going to listen to I think it, ever again? Maybe to, to feel something? I don't know. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so like, I'm 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 not like a ween. Like, I like the song Ocean Man. Mm-hmm. I, I don't listen to a lot of ween. Um, there was um, I remember we had like gotten a bunch of like pirated music on a hard drive from like one of my dad's friends. Mm-hmm. And my dad's friend was kind of into ween. And so there was like <laughs> there was like two ween albums on there. Wow. And I would listen to them occasionally. Mm-hmm. And they were. They were strange, you know. Yeah. It was a, uh, yeah, something I never got super into. Yeah. Do they call their fans wieners? Because they that should. I don't know. They should. I do not. I do not know the answer to that question. <laughs> they should call them wieners. <laughs> I didn't know. Also, that like how I don't want to say old ween is, but like how long they've been around. I didn't realize. They're like, yeah, they're, they're, they're from, like a. They're from Pennsylvania. Really? I didn't know that. It's like a, a Philadelphia above uh, Philly, but yeah, out, out, out east. Huh. 1984. Which is. That kind of makes sense. I don't think they didn't put out like an album until like the 90s, right? I think so. I'm trying to find discography. Uh, yeah, not not until 90. But apparently it formed in, in 84. Yeah, that, that that makes a lot of sense because that's like the highlights of like the um, the American underground music scene, mm-hmm. um, which I imagine that they were probably involved in a lot of because you can tell that a lot of their music comes like very much inspired by like um, butthole surfers or like um, the Minutemen and stuff like that, who are like big bands in the American underground scene in the in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, weird stuff. Weird stuff, but you know, good for Ween. Good for Ween. Good just, for just Ween. still doing it, from what still, I can tell. Wow, good for them. Are yeah. they? Do they like tour still, or? Uh, out music. They must, right? Like, I don't know. Where I don't they? know what they do. Will Ween be near me? Let's see. Where's Ween at? Tour. Um. Oh, they'll be in Scranton. A lot of California. Uh, I say a lot. Three California. Yeah, there's. They still be out there, weaning it up. So they they've done multiple things involving oh. SpongeBob SquarePants. Really? Did you know this? They yeah. the song from okay, uh, season two, episode twenty one A, your shoes untied. Oh, that's Ween. The loop de loop and pool song. Oh, you know that one is that is that the same song? Is that the song? Because I think isn't that the episode? Uh, shoe song, SpongeBob. I don't remember exactly what it's called. The loop de loop song. Yeah, it is. <laughs> they well, say, that's Ween. They, that's Ween. I've been a fan of Ween since I was a child. Wow. Um, and then let's see. They did. Um, they're credited as something on the. Uh, wow. The SpongeBob SquarePants movie soundtrack mm-hmm. is like some really good artists on here. <laughs> I 
there's I, uh it's it starts off with an avril lavigne song doing the sunshine squarepants theme song of course um and then there's a flaming lips song <laughs> which is awesome i love the flaming lips and then there's a wilco song wilco is one of my favorite bands um motorhead is on there <laughs> the shins of course ocean man by ween of course wow that's crazy. Wow. You know, I almost wore my SpongeBob hat to this recording. Me, I should have. Should have. Should have. Darn. Wow, I didn't Man, I need to rewatch the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. That's it. That's a great I haven't seen that in a very long time. I saw like the last maybe twenty minutes of it was on TV last year when I was in Atlanta. And I mean, of course, I cried like that. The end of that is a real <laughs> tearjerker. <laughs> but it's like I was like, man, this is this is still good. This is really good. And of course, the end with like Goofy Goober Rock and all that. It's yeah, it's classic. Classic. Oh four, I think. It's what was a... it really two thousand four? I think so. SpongeBob uh, SquarePants uh, movie. Nope, that's not how you spell that. Square. Oh, well. Google will figure it out. Uh, no, I don't want the series. I want the movie. Yeah, oh, four. Uh, let's My see. favorite thing that I didn't realize for a long time is that um, Mr. Krabs played by Clancy Brown. Yeah, he was in something. I can't remember what he was in that I was watching. And I was like, man, that voice sounds really familiar. <laughs> He's in a lot of stuff, mostly because um, he was in like a couple of cult movies mm. in like the 80s, like Highlander. He plays the bad guy in Highlander and like um, uh, the adventures of uh, Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension. Oh, wow. Which stars uh, uh, Peter Weller from uh, HBO Max's RoboCop. HBO Max's RoboCop. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he yeah, he was in a bunch of these like uh these cult movies in the 80s so he like always kind of shows up in like cameos and stuff in in modern movies um but yeah didn't didn't know that the kurgan from highlander was also <laughs> mr krabs that's i'm trying to oh my god i can't think of he was in the he's an episode of dukes of hazard uh I, I wouldn't have watched that though i don't know uh no that's not it i'm now i'm just going through i don't know what i watched but he was in it and you watched something and Clancy Brown was in it. I watched something and Clancy Brown was in it. Uh, I can't imagine what that would have been. I can't either. Um, he's been in some uh, Coen Brothers stuff. He was in Thor Ragnarok. Oh. He, I don't know if I would have... He's like the big fire demon dude. Oh, is that is is that he 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 voices? Yeah. The 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 the, the, the he's in the beginning of the movie and he's yeah, huh? Yeah. I didn't know that. Clancy maybe, Brown, what a guy. Maybe that's what it was. I can't remember. I don't know. He's in 1997's Flubber. Flubber. That was just a clue in Jeopardy the the other day. Really? It was. I would have gotten that one. I watched a lot of Flubber when I was a kid. <laughs> I did not get it. Uh, you ever see Flubber? No, I haven't. It's... Remake of the, the, the movie The Absent-Minded Professor. That's right? what the clue was about. Yeah, it is. Mm. The, the answer was Flubber. Or, excuse yeah, me, I would have gotten that one. Yeah. Did yeah. anybody get it? 
I think, yeah, someone did get it. I believe the champ may have gotten it. But uh, it's it's interesting because that movie is like, yeah, it's supposed to be a remake of The Absent-Minded Professor, but it's very much like outshined by Flubber. Of course. Yeah, because it's supposed to be, you know, like, oh, uh, this inventor, he makes wacky inventions, all that stuff. But like it ends up being like Robert Williams uh, makes this like green goop. It oh. does all kinds of stuff, and it's also like sentient, and it's uh, it's it's uh, it's a good time, you know. Look Shout out to Flubber. Ted Levine's in it. Ted Levine, of course, is uh, Leland Sotomayor from Monk and Buffalo Bill in Sons of the Lambs. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to watch it now, just just for Sotomayor and Robin Williams. I bet you would really like Flubber. I think I would too. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm gonna eat a piece of cake. You're gonna eat a piece of cake? No, I'm gonna eat a piece of cake. I'm What kind of cake? It is Texas sheet cake. I don't know what that means. It is chocolate cake with chocolate icing in a cookie sheet. So it's like thin. It's thin. Thin cake. Thin cake. Real good. Grandma makes it. Game changer. What kind of what, what kind of cakes are like the best kind of cakes? Like in terms of my preference or in general? Well, I, I would say based on your preference. Like what are your favorite cakes? My favorite cake is probably I really like just a classic yellow cake with like with frosting or icing or whatever. Yeah. Chocolate. Mm, I like chocolate. So gonna, I'll eat it. If I'm but... gonna do yellow, if I'm gonna do yellow cake. Oh yeah, you need chocolate have. icing. Yeah, gotta have chocolate. You gotta have chocolate icing. Maybe sprinkles. Yeah. I had my birth when I turned, I think twenty one, maybe. I had. Uh, there was a layer of strawberries in it. That was good. That sounds good. Vanilla I, vanilla cake with strawberry. I like a funfetti cake. Funfetti is good. That is really good. Slamming. It's good. Um, I like. Hmm. I don't like a lot of frosting on my cake. I like frosting. I agree. But it's very easy to have too much. Very, yeah. What it, I, it's just like like too sugary, too sweet. Yeah, can't handle it. Can't handle it. And then it like the it doesn't even out with like the cake part. So it's just like it's too overpowering. How do you feel about ice cream cake? Um, I don't love it, but I'm okay with an ice cream cake. You know, mm-hmm. I'd rather have. I think most of the time, I'd rather have just a good regular cake. Yeah. But I'll take I'll take ice cream cake over some other kinds of cake. Oh, Worst kind of cake? German chocolate. I don't think I've ever had that. It's got like coconut. Mmm. Yeah. I won't mix coconut with. Yeah. Cake. Not a fan. I like a marble cake. Marble cake's pretty good. You got the vanilla. I mean, and I, b- the I believe we discussed it before, but the red velvet. I mean. Oh yeah, the red velvet is. Top red velvet. Yeah, pretty pretty high up there. It goes so well with the the icing, the cream cheese icing. Mm-hmm. It's just. I don't know. Cream cheese icing is like. Pretty high tier. That is. A, game changer. It's. It, yeah, you need you need the cream cheese icing because it's, it's. You know what sucks? Hmm. 
Sucks. Wedding cakes? Wedding cakes are never better than just like a regular cake. Okay, let me tell you what. I don't know the last time I had wedding cake. <laughs> so like, I can't really weigh in on this. But I can believe that. I think, like, because like, like, wedding cake always has that, the, um, these ones that I've seen always has like the ganache or whatever. Not the ganache. The, like the, the fondant? The fondant. The fondant. And I know, yeah, no. I know you don't yeah, like fondant get... because, oh, I almost did <laughs> oh, that over. Oh, that's all, that's, oh, wow, we haven't broken out this we list haven't... in a long time. Mm-mm. We haven't. Fondant is, um, it's on here somewhere. It's number five on the list. Wow. Yeah, this has not, I think this hasn't been updated in like a year, but. Yeah, this, this is an old bit. Do you want to run the audience down on uh, this list, what the list is and uh, what's on it? This is. This is entitled Things. <laughs> you can tell how old this, how far back this list goes because it's entitled Things Brandon slash Jose slash Josh doesn't mess with. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Number one, Brad. Number two, Nickelback. Number three, Spiders. Number four, Bob, specifically Bob Menery. Number five, Fondant. Number six, Leap Years. Number seven, The Glacier Boys. Number eight, Pete Weber. Number nine, Oh, God, this is... Okay, team that currently plies its trade to Milton Keynes. Number 10, The Wall. Number 11, the NCAA. Number 12, mm-hmm. Disney World. Number 13, Ancient Aliens. Number 14, Jeff. Number 15, Magicians. Number 16, NFTs. Number 17, Team X. Number 18, Rob Ma- Manfred. Manfred? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Commissioner of the MLB. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number 19, Wheat Beers. Number 20, TOC, maybe? Tournament of Champions. Do, do you have beef with the Tournament of Champions? No. <laughs> I don't know what that T-O-C. means. TOC. TOC. Oh, IOC. The IOC. Oh, the IOC. The, IOC. <laughs> the International Olympics Committee. Yeah. I thought yeah. those were dots. They were not. It was the I. Uh, number 21, Vladimir Putin. And number 22, mm-hmm. NFTs again. <laughs> Huh. That's the that's list. A good list. That's a, that is a good list. Ah, we haven't added anything to that list in a while. Mm-hmm. Like I said, about a about a year, I would say. I mean, obviously the IOC was on there, so it was around the time of the Olympics. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, Team X is on there. It's yeah, March. that was that was a while ago. March. So that is the list. There you go. That, that's that's, that's like, the list. I like how. What is that number? Like three of them have to do with emily is away yeah i forgot about that because that's how it started was from emily is Mm -hmm. away yeah because i don't fuck with brad from Mm -mm. emily is away or jeff apparently i think he was in the third game yeah Mm -hmm. jeff oh yeah the third game sucked yeah it wasn't very good that's the only one i haven't replayed yet i've replayed yeah because like they they, they did that bullshit where like you couldn't like, they just refused to let you be successful yeah. in the first game, no matter what you did. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just didn't want to play it again. Like, they made yeah. me hate all the characters in the game because they they forced the conversations to be unreasonable. Mm-hmm. Bad yeah. decision. And you had to pick the one of the two girls. Like, you couldn't even be friends with the other girl. You had to yeah. choose one. Well, I, th- I think even if you only choose one girl and ignore the other ones, mm-hmm. which is... I think what we did when we were streaming it, they still just destroy your relationship for no reason at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're so yeah. 
Like, I understand the point that they were trying to make, but, like, nah, you ruined your game doing it. You did. You really did. It's the worst. It's the worst one. Are they coming out with a fourth one? I don't know what they could do for a fourth one. Mm. But remember, I always thought it was really interesting going from game to game because it's like the first game you were really limited in what you could do. Yeah. The second game you could do more than the third game, obviously. A whole boatload of stuff, but. Yeah. I think there was too much stuff in the third one as well. I think so too. I, you ended up having to play for like a long time. Yeah, I think I had more and, hours in that than the other games. Yeah, and you 100%ed the other ones, right? Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. And just one playthrough, you put in more hours than the other ones? Yeah. <laughs> it was... Do you, do you uh, achievement hunt? Not really. There's been a couple of games where I've done it. Um, I think the only platinum trophy I have is for Rocket League. Wow, I didn't know you even played Rocket League. I did when it came out. Because it was like it came out for free on like PlayStation Plus and all that, right. and so it was, there was there was some hype to it. We I, I played it. I got the platinum trophy in that, but then didn't like the DLC trophies. I didn't do any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm not super into like hundred percenting games for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm usually content with just like the playthrough that I have being the playthrough that I did. I usually don't replay games. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I usually, other than the Portal games being an exception, because I, I just like the maps and everything, and for us or late night, I usually play a distance apart, but yeah, I don't usually, I don't replay a lot of, like, store, heavy story-based games. Um, Maybe after, like, ten years I will, but, like, it's mm. just, it's similar to how, like, whenever I read a book and then watch a movie i don't like to watch the movie first because it's like i don't know i like reading the book and like not knowing what's happening next other than like lord mm. of the rings being an exception because i need to ask you questions um, well there's there's so much of a commitment to a book that if you yeah. know what's coming up ahead it feels way less satisfying mm-hmm. putting so much more time to do it yeah exactly so it's like oh okay wait i have so many different things i want to talk to you about because i watched something last night um, but to stay on the achievement thing for a hot sec, I want to show you my achievement book. I don't know if I ever have. I have a notebook that I write. I used to be in 2020 when we were stuck inside. I got really into achievements. Um, that so makes I, sense. Yeah. I wrote them all down. I, um, and I wrote when I hundred percent of them. So this is, this is portal. Um, this is the second portal game and has like all of the difficulty and whatnot, like what co-op is. I don't have any of the co-op trophies, which sucks. Um, Cause you, you need someone else to play with. <laughs> so, um, but like I have like the Talos principle and then the back, let me tell you what, the back I have my Euro truck achievements all highlighted, of course, by DLC. Uh, I am missing one DLC. So I had not hundred percent of it yet. Alice, you You've been to, on that one for a long time, right? So long, because another one is you have to 100% the map, which is another reason why I haven't gotten the DLC yet, because when you get a new part of the map, obviously, your percentage goes down because there's more roads. So I've been, like, holding off getting the DLC, but I'm, I'm stuck at, like, 67% because there's so many little back roads I haven't done, and you have to do that, and it's just a pain in the butt. So I haven't played in a while just because I got... I mean, I could do, like deliveries but it's like i don't know 
it's a whole thing. I can go faster without a trailer. Um, I 100%ed Portal, the first Portal game. That took me forever to do. Um, I have Fall Guys in here. I didn't realize I had Fall Guys. Um, Bug Snacks, of course. Not Tonight, which is like Papers, Please. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Um, so um, I got very close to uh, around 2014, 2013. I was playing a lot of Destiny 1. Ooh, okay. And I was extremely close to um, getting the Platinum Trophy in that. Oh, I had wow. one trophy that I could never get done. Mm, what um, was it? Was it like a grinding one or... No, I got, there were a bunch of grinding ones. I got all those done. There was the Epic Raider Trophy, which was you had to complete a raid on hard difficulty. And the thing about uh, when you raided on hard mode was you couldn't revive. So if your party wiped, you just completely missed out on the trophy. And the raids took like a couple hours to do. Mm -hmm. And so there was like, and like, you know, your your party's only like five people. So if like Mm -hmm. one person dies, you're screwed. Right. Um, And yeah, that was... Like I, I just pulled up the the PSN profiles guide to like look through this one. That one, uh, only twenty nine percent of people wow. have that one. Huh. Oh, flawless raider was the one I have. I I didn't get, which is uh, yeah, you had to complete it without anyone in your fire team dying. That one is uh, only only seven point five percent of people. Oh my have god! That yeah, that's it was it was extremely hard one to get, and like I probably could have tried to track down a group to do it in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it especially sucked because like the most of the early raids when I was playing, cause I didn't play the later expansions where so, uh, like one or two more raids came out. Mm-hmm. The early one was like, um, uh, like the first raid was just like very, very difficult. The, uh, the second one, it was a really hard raid, but there were certain ways that you could cheese around certain bosses and most of them involved the entire party dying. Oh, yeah, like the most effective way to get through the raid was you get to like this one area and you would have like everybody else like basically kill yourself. And then you would have one stealthy character stealth through the entire section and revive everybody at the end. And that was pretty much the only way my raiding party could get through it. So like it was just impossible to get back in the day. Um, yeah, I probably could have tried to track down like a, a, a like a higher level raiding group and stuff, but it mm-hmm. was just. Yeah, that shit was hard. Yeah. Oh, I can, I've met, yeah. yeah, like, those types, like, that's why I like Dero Truck Simulator, because I'm so bad at, like, at, well, all games, but, like, particular games where, like, you had to survive, essentially, and whatnot, like, that's what Portal took me forever to do, because I just kept dying over and over, or just not getting the time stuff, but it's, like, I'm not good at I'm not, I get stressed out <laughs> too easily. Yeah, like like the first the first raid in Destiny had like there was a platforming puzzle in it. Oh wow! Which like trying to do a platforming puzzle in like a first person shooter <laughs> is such bullshit. Yeah, and like s- some of the classes, it was like legitimately extremely difficult to get through it. Mm. So like yeah, trying trying to do it without anybody in your party dying was just like no fucking way. <laughs> So I looked up the um, the Steam achievements, like the global achievements, to see what the rarest achievement I had in Euro Truck. And actually, it was one of the easiest ones I got because so, well, okay, it, this isn't including the DLC because like the, it obviously less people have the DLC who have the base game or whatever. So the one that you can get with with the base game that I have that is the rarest is 
entitled just in time. Take an urgent delivery for a minimum of 550 kilometers and complete it with less than 30 minutes remaining. 4.1% of people, of players, have that. But I was just, because I turned off, let me tell you what, let me tell you what. You play Euro Truck, you turn off the speed limiter. <laughs> you turn <laughs> off the speed, and you turn off fines for, for going over the speed limit. That's, that makes sense. That's how you do it. <laughs> So like I got this done. So I just had to sit around for a while until it was like thirty minutes left in the in the delivery, and then I just like I did it. I got it. It popped. It was like, come on, you gotta you gotta get around that. The other thing is like I so I don't play a whole lot of video games, right? Mm-hmm. And so like getting into trophies was never something that I did. Like the the game that I put the most time into is Magic: The Gathering, right? Mm-hmm. Which like doesn't have a trophy system. <laughs> um, and like part I think part of the fun of that game is that there isn't. Like, I don't like that, like, the game hands you a list of, like, here's the cool stuff. Yeah. I I think it's much cooler that, like, the game just, like, puts out the pieces and then, like, Mm -hmm. people find cool shit to do instead. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like, the newest set came out and it's, like, it's one of, um, there's, like, a, uh, there's, like, a format that you play where you're just building decks out of, like, booster packs from the new set. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's one of the most fun limited formats i've ever played because this one has so many fun like combos in it Mm -hmm. like that are like pretty hard to put together but like when you do it it feels like amazing Mm -hmm. like there's some like two cards that just like kill your opponent when you get them to play together very fun stuff (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i have a love-hate relationship with trophies because I'm a completionist and it's like, oh, here's these things that I need to do. So like when we got into Fortnite a couple years ago, I was like, this is there's no trophies. I don't have to worry about you get like the achievement things where it's like you win 10 squad matches or whatever, but it's like they pop in uh, like there's not like a list that you have to do or whatever, which Yeah, is, they're just like daily sense. missions. Really. Yeah, exactly. And it's like it was, I actually just went back through and looked at like the timeline because of it resets every season like whenever you do pop those like random win um, achievement things and it's like oh look at look at all this this is when we were playing however many hours a week <laughs> and, like all of these achievements in a row <laughs> yeah it's i don't know trophies are interesting i I, have to, I look up a lot of achievement guides i'm not gonna lie because it's like i'm not yeah. especially for the harder ones it's like i'm not one, I'm sick of playing this game. I just want to finish. I just want 100% it. And two, it's like sometimes it's just I'm not clever enough to like realize, oh, this is what you need to do in order to do this, that, or the other. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm ready to be over. Pop it. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> um. Oh, what I want. Okay, so last night. So, okay, 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 okay. Let me, let me tell you. Okay. So I did. Hold on. It's actually on my bed. I did. I was doing. I'm. I'm going back through my puzzles. So I. I did this puzzle. I got this a couple years ago. It's a Harry Potter puzzle. Okay. Battle. Battle of Hogwarts puzzle. So I. W- I was like, okay. I got some time before I need to go to bed. I'm gonna watch a, a Harry Potter movie. It's like I don't know which one I want to watch. I go to the first one, and in the recommended, of course, it has all the Harry Potter ones, and then it has something called. Uh, I think it was like movie magic edition. And I was like, <laughs> hold up, HBO Max movie magic time, hold on. But I clicked on it, and it was like, 
and it went through at the beginning. It had trivia throughout the movie. It had random Chris Columbus commentary bits. It had other random... It had, like, a game. Like, they put the snitch in randomly throughout the movie, and you had to total up your points at the end. It was interesting. That was something from the DVDs, wasn't it? Was it? I don't remember. I never had, like, special edition DVDs. Yeah, I I think that there was... It was, like, uh, you had to have... There were, like, certain dvd players like enhanced dvds that like you could do stuff and i I remember there being advertisements for yeah the snitch would come and you would try to catch the snitch with with the thing yeah oh that's fun yeah it was it was fun um i did i learned some things i didn't know about um which is always nice i liked when christopher columbus came up or chris columbus sorry um and I, I will say, because I was doing a puzzle, because my puzzle board's over here, and I was watching it, the movie was over this way, so, like, I didn't see every single trivia question. Apparently, there were 60 trivia questions. I only answered 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 28 of them. So I missed about half of them. <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 28. <laughs> it's an interesting way to count, McKenna. It was, it was in tallies. I don't know if it'll pop up, but I, I, I did it in Dallas. Um, and I missed the snitch a number of times. But, you know, I was, I got all of them right that I did see. So they were easy. They're like, what's Dumbledore's first name? I'm like, come on. Mm. Jake. <laughs> Jake. Jake Dumbledore. Jake. Classic, classic. It's so yeah. It was it was fun. It was the only only the first one that they had on on HBO Max or Max. I guess now it is, but Max Max. So I don't know. Now I'm like teetering on the edge of like, do I reread Harry Potter now? Because now I I did the Harry Potter puzzle. I watched the first movie. Do I go? Do I do it again? Do I, do we go through it? Do we run it back for a seventh time? Good. We could. I, it's been two years since I read them. I know everything that happens. They're not going to surprise me. <laughs> did you? Uh, did you finish the Hobbit? I did. I just finished it today. Here it is. Oh, what'd I, you think? I. It was very enjoyable. Okay, let me tell you what. Everything moves so quick. It was very fun. Um, especially like that final battle, the battle of the five armies. It was like. Mm six pages i was like oh okay yeah bilbo just gets knocked out for the entire thing <laughs> he does. the eagles come and then he's knocked out and it's like yeah. okay there we are and then it's like maybe a paragraph describing what he missed and that was that was it uh i think that journey home was longer than the battle but um no it was i loved it it was i'm ready for it I actually they actually had the the first chapter of um fellowship in here so Oh, the long-awaited party? Yeah. Here it is. And so, oh, he still can't read it. Um, but it's, ooh, that is small print. I'll tell you that much. But yeah, no, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a much bigger book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a, yeah. So, um, yeah, I liked it. And there, there's some pictures in it. That was fun. I love a good picture. So now, of course, I'm going to watch the, the trilogy which I'm the the Hobbit trilogy, so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'll probably rewatch the 1977 edition version. Um, I listened to that soundtrack a lot um, while I was doing it. Fun fact: now on Spotify, had a had, there's a YouTube playlist yeah. of, of all the, the, the 1977 soundtrack. Um, a lot of fun. I was, it was great. 
I'm bring on the everything else. <laughs> I'm so, in. So, uh, I believe that this is this this is fucking wild. The, the third one, the Battle of the Five Armies. Uh-huh. I believe if you watch the extended edition for that one, it's rated R. What? Yeah. Why? Because there's so much like gore, or yeah. So like, I, I gotta I gotta check this. Yeah, the extended edition is uh is rated R. Um, <laughs> oh. So like you know you know that part when uh, Bilbo gets knocked out at the end of the Battle of Five Armies. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they don't do that in the movie. I think they just show you the whole battle. <laughs> what? Oh my! I guess they. I didn't even realize it. Okay, so when I I think because I asked you a few weeks ago like how it's divvied up, I didn't realize how short the battle was going to be in the book. So it's like, oh, of course, that would make sense the whole movie. But then it's like, oh, it's half a chapter length, but it gets like, what, like a two-hour movie? That's why. Yeah. yeah. That's, so, he just doesn't, what, what? They, <laughs> they add a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, they, they must. Add a, they add a lot more uh, stuff with Thorin. Um, oh. And then, yeah, they, they show you the entire battle. Wow. Uh, even, even though uh, Tolkien very intentionally didn't want you to see the battle, he they, they show you the full thing. <laughs> they do it anyway. Huh. That's... I'm excited to see Benedict Cumberbatch's Smaug. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, his voice is great for Smaug. I... I think I've re- I think he was on like the Graham Norton show or something and I think he did it and he like did the actions or whatever he did. It was very jarring because he was just in a suit in on a talk show. Um I'm excited. There was a really funny tweet a while back that was like it was it was uh they had the video of Benedict Cumberpatch doing like the smog movements and stuff. <laughs> and the, the tweet was like what do you think, like, the VFX artists do when they get this? Do you think that they're just like, okay, cool, man, thanks, and then just, like, immediately delete it? Because, <laughs> like, how is that going to be helpful to you? Yeah, that's, I don't, I, I mean, I went to school for, like, video production and everything. I will never understand, like, visual effects and, like, all of that. Like, that, like, the little balls and whatnot, I don't know how those work. How does that become a dragon? I don't know. No idea. I have no idea. They're like, cause I, I just don't, I don't understand how, I mean, I, I know how green screens work. Okay. But I don't understand like, because like, like Chris Columbus in the, in the Harry Potter movie, magic time was talking about like how a lot of the stuff in the first movie is practical effects, but some of it, obviously they had to do with not with that. And like with the sorting mm-hmm. hat and everything, and it's like they showed a they showed a little in the corner like a clip of like the sorting hat with all like all the wires and whatnot. And I'm like, how does that become that? I don't know how that works. I I understand computer computer stuff. I'm surprised that know. wasn't just a puppet. I know. I I think he like he said that they had an actual replica for like when it wasn't talking. Yeah. But when it. Well, yeah, I don't understand why I couldn't have just been... Or, like, even, like, remote-operated. Like, it just moved the mouth. Like, it didn't move, move. Well, you, I, I imagine you couldn't do it remote-operated because it would be too heavy. Oh, yeah. Like that. That's that, That's, I would imagine, would be the main thing. There would be ways around that. I'm sure you could build, mm. like, a platform into the chair to hold the hat or whatever, mm-hmm. probably. But, like, 
that seems like something that would have been very easy to just do with a puppet. Yeah. Out of all the things, yeah, because I'm trying to think. Cause like a, there was a lot of... I didn't realize how practical it was or like how yeah, C- cg just really hadn't taken off yet like the mm-hmm. cg that you were getting was like um you know what like there's obviously jurassic park at the time mm-hmm. but jurassic park is really not that much cg when mm-hmm. everything like comes down to it right yeah it's he even said that in in the commentary where he was like even just a few years after this that would that would have been computer generated but it was like I know like uh one of the scenes he said that um all of Anders that was all practical. Mm-hmm. Um the Diagon Alley, like tapping the bricks, that was practical. Um it was just it was a lot of it was most most of the movie was um was because they were also kids too. So it's like they almost had to have the physical thing there for them to like yeah, it's it's very. I mean, it's real. it's hard enough for anybody to act across mm-hmm. from you know a tennis ball, but yeah, kids especially. Yeah, I imagine that'd be really difficult. There was one. Oh, the, the scene where Hagrid comes to get Harry. They had a they they did it separately, um, from from Robbie Coltrane and then the the Dursleys and Harry because uh, the, obviously Hagrid's a half giant, so like they had a smaller set for him to look giant. And then shot that separately. And then the a regular size set for like the Dursleys and Harry. And then shot that separately. So it's like, and then they had a Hagrid mask, which must have been terrifying for Daniel Radcliffe to just act opposite of. <laughs> like, he's like, I'm a what? And it's just Hagrid's mask, which is terrifying. But yeah, it was, it was interesting. Fun fact triplets played baby harry in the first that first scene and the scar was computer generated because the baby that makes sense babies were so like and they were babies so like anytime there was yeah. like a noise or anything they would they would wake up and like cry and stuff so they were like they had to be very gentle a lot of times they'll try to get twins when they're when they're casting yeah. babies so that you can just hot swap out the baby yeah. depending <laughs> on like if one's feeling fussy or not mm-hmm. um like, I imagine the only thing when you're doing Harry Potter stuff that you're like 100% can't be practical effects would be Quidditch stuff, right? Yeah, the, he said that they essentially shot everyone separately. They were on a broom and they were hoisted up, but it was all essentially they were just separate from each other. Um, and they said it was it was horrendous, like, for the actors because you're just on a broom up in the air, just like yeah. doing random stuff. Um I don't feel like any of the movies really nailed the Quidditch stuff. Mm-mm. Oh, John, like they, um, it never feels no interesting or real or no. You know. I'm hoping they a just do more Quidditch in general with the TV show and be like make it more exciting because like come on Quidditch Quidditch is such a big part of hogwarts culture i assume i haven't been to hogwarts so i'm not sure but (laughs) that's what i guess (laughs) that's what i've gathered especially for like for harry because it's like i don't know that i i don't know i i just went i want more quidditch i want oliver i want more oliver wood that's who that's what i want i want him to be just obsessive about quidditch as he is in the book making them go out at five in the morning in the pouring rain to go practice because we don't get any quidditch especially in prisoner of azkaban we don't get anything mm-hmm. and that's when they win the cup come on 
How many years do they win the cup? They won it once. Only uh, once. Maybe twice. Maybe three times. I can't remember. Because I know the first two, they didn't win. The third one, they... Oh, I gotta look at The fourth one, obviously, they didn't play Quidditch. Um, That's a surprising amount of strength for, uh, um, from J.K. Rowling to just not make them win every single I know. <laughs> because she pretty much does it with every single other thing in those books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. Okay. So they don't... They were defeated. Ravenclaw won the cup in Harry's first year um, because... Yep. Harry was not there to catch the snitch. He was knocked out in the hospital wing from mm. taking down Quirrell. Um, in oh, the second one, the Quidditch Cup was canceled because of mm, everybody was dead. Everyone was dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, the third oh, this is a long one. The third one, uh, oh, back to back winning streak. Back to back, they didn't play in the fourth year, so they won the third in their third year. Of course, for Oliver Wood, it was his last season. He had to win. Mm -hmm. um, fourth year, they didn't play. Um, fifth year was... Um, wait, the second game of the season? Oh, uh, it just said back-to-back. -back. Yeah, so they won. Number five. Of course, Harry, Fred, and George were banned from Quidditch. Um, from Umbridge. Oh, right, right, right. Because they attacked Malfoy. Number six... Ginny played, the position was taken over, G uh, Gryffindor yep. won the, the Gryffindor Cup in the sixth one, and then the seventh one, who knows, there was a battle. Yeah, everybody died again. <laughs> everyone died again. So they won it, what, So, times? okay, so. Three, three out of the five times I could Yeah, play. she definitely goes out of her way to put an asterisk on every year they don't win, though. <laughs> she really does. Everyone's dead. Asterisk. Yeah, it's because like Quidditch, because that's how Harry meets Cedric in the third book and Cho Chang in the third book. No, and McKenna, Harry meets Cedric because Cedric jumps out of a tree. <laughs> <laughs> he, why is he in the tree? <laughs> why does he feel the need to do that? It's, I, I believe it's supposed to give you a sense that he's a whimsical kid. <laughs> Let me tell you what, if someone, okay, if I was meeting someone for the first time because they jumped out of a tree in front of me, I would run the other way. I would never talk to that person again. Whimsical is a way to put it. I, and you know what, we didn't get any Quidditch. We barely got any Quidditch in the fourth one at the Quidditch World Cup. Brandon, mm -hmm. this is their Super Bowl, their World Cup. I mean, it's in the title, Quidditch World Cup. We got the lineup, and that was it. We didn't get the the whole... We didn't, like, establish Victor Crumb as this character. There was, like, oh, it's Crumb. Like, show us how good he is. Like, he does, like, the Ronsky faint or whatever it's called in the book. We don't get anything. Because it's the whole thing of, like, Crumb caught the snitch, but uh, Ireland still won because they had uh, more points. Like, come on. Yeah, that's... Man, Quidditch is such a bad game. <laughs> it must be. It's you're you're playing two separate games. One yeah. person, you're just one v one trying to find a gold ball. 
well, there's another game happening in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, well, basketball is happening. I want to say it was Cody Johnston from Crack.com compared it to. It was like if we were playing a basketball game, and then separately we had two guys cry- climbing lo- ropes to the ceiling, and whoever got to the top won. <laughs> And like, why put this weird restriction on when the game ends? Like, uh, yeah, you just play until somebody catches the snitch. It went That's on, dumb. Like in Quidditch through the ages, it talks about like the like. There are some games that went off for years because they couldn't catch the damn snitch. It's like, yeah, and like. I mean, another like, why does why is the snitch like this weird sentient thing? What happens if the snitch just leaves? Like just goes away. <laughs> That's what I've always like. Does it know its boundaries? Like obviously with Hogwarts, I'm sure there's a boat. Like, you can't operate in and out of Hogwarts. I'm sure you, the snitch can't get out. But like, what about for like the Quidditch World Cup or just like fun games? That can you wait? Can you buy? I assume you can. You can, can you like buy a Quidditch set? Like you can buy like a bas- like yeah, a you would have to. basketball, yeah, you would soccer have to ball, Quidditch to. set. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, you got to be careful with that because if the snitch gets out, muggles, that's goes against the whole. That ain't good. It's it's got to be like the easiest game in the world to fix, right? Oh, like, our- Quidditch games must be getting fixed all the time. Well, that's the thing. In the fourth book, there's a whole gambling subplot with Fred and George, and Ludo Bagman because. Fred and George were like, Ireland's gonna win, but Crumb catches the snitch. Bagman thinks they, like, mm-hmm. fixed it. So these 17-year-old kids fixed the Quidditch World Cup. Yeah, that's that guy's stupid. <laughs> um, but, like, if you were, like, a referee, like Madam mm-hmm. Hooch, mm-hmm. she could just be, like, she just enchant the snitch. Just be like, exactly. okay, Gryffindor's gonna win every I game. I mean, if a house elf can enchant the bludger in the second... In, in Chamber of Secrets, but stopping the snitch. Honestly, like, this is a little, th- okay, let's let's do a little, like, Harry Potter conspiracy theory. I'm ready. I'm what, it, what, if, what if most of it is just, like, the teachers, or, like, uh, fucking Dumbledore specifically? Mm-hmm. Like, what if Harry's not actually good at Quidditch? What if the teachers have just agreed, like, oh, yeah, we're going to enchant the snitch and just let Harry win all the time? Oh, no doubt. Because, like, it's not in the in the movies as much because we don't get enough freaking Quidditch. But, like, in the books, like, McGonagall is, like, diehard Gryffindor. Then it's, like, she's she's transfiguration. She can, she can transfigure yeah. whatever she wants. Teachers probably shouldn't have, like, vested interests in that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that seems like a bad idea. It ain't good. That's, yeah. Well, I mean, she handpicked Harry for the secret position. He caught one ball, yeah. and she was like, you're in. The the youngest seeker, the youngest player in a century. And she was like, here you go. You're in, kid. Voldemort tried to kill also, you that's like, years ago. You're in. Like you're not letting freshmen at Hogwarts play Quidditch very often. Yeah, they're not allowed brooms. Yeah, like why? I don't. Why? What kid did something so horrendous that they had to put that in all the letters? Like, like you get like a bunch, like the kids, sh- like 
wouldn't you teach your kid how to use a broom like pretty young, like before they get to Hogwarts? They have. Like, why are they taking broom lessons like, when they get there? Right. Exactly. That you get flying lessons your first year, and yet no, you're not allowed to play Quidditch or. Like, like obviously, there's gonna be some kids like like Hermione mm-hmm. and Harry, like they don't know how to fly or whatever. But fly. like, like Draco Malfoy knows how to fly. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't he? Exactly. Like, cause even like the Weasleys play. They talk about how like the the Weasleys play like pick up Quidditch in the backyard. Yeah. They can't fly too high though. Muggles can see them, but. And like, what is there to learn when it like you have a whole year to do flying lessons? It seems like you can get it all wrapped up in one class. Exactly. Up, mount it, go. Like, it's not like it's driving. You don't have to worry about like stick shift or whatever or the speed limit. Like, like, how how is how do you be good at Quidditch? Like, I like I get if you're like like. A, uh, you know, a, like, one of the people who have to, like, hit the balls, right? Or, yeah. like, throw the things. Or, yeah, like, the goalkeeper, right? Mm-hmm. Those those are, like, skills that you have. Right. Like, being able to do that on a broom, impressive. Yeah. The Seeker does nothing. They just fly the broom as fast <laughs> as they can. It's not like, yeah, exactly. They're just holding, like, it's not even like the snitch is being thrown at them. They it's just the to... least difficult thing <laughs> on the field. It's... It absolutely is. I. <laughs> I like, you, you ever notice how like the most interesting like chases Harry does with the snitch? Mm-hmm. The audience never gets to see that. Never. Like never. like if you're in the stands, mm-hmm. like you you you're you can't see the snitch. No. You can't see what's going. They're flying underneath the stands <laughs> and shit. What's well, like even? It's a terrible spectator sport. I, I was watching this first movie of Harry swallows the almost swallows the snitch and they he barfs it up and everyone immediately freaks out no one can see that from the stands why are they immediately having a reaction a cheerful reaction i would understand a gross reaction if he actually puked but like he coughs up boom immediate griffin gryffindor wins they know right away but it's like no it's a tiny ball and it's a tiny it's an 11 year old boy you can't see that yeah. What's going on? Let us make the TV show. <laughs> we know what's right. <laughs> uh, what are we doing for time now, McKenna? We're at 54 minutes. Okay, that seems like a good amount. That's a nice amount. All right. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Maximum Ruckus, uh, the show where your two dumbest friends have a f- <laughs> weird conversation. <laughs> Yeah, this is about right. Uh, we have another podcast called HBO Max that you should check out, HBO M-A-K-S. You can find all of the things we do at youtube.com slash at HBO Max. Uh, leave us a like. Leave us, please subscribe. You yeah. know, that's, leave a comment. McKenna, what should the people comment oh, this week? Darn it. Um, comment? Uh, there's so many things they could comment. Comment... Oh, I, I want to know, know what what what's what's like what trophies do you have? I was thinking, that yeah, you've gotten that what, you're the most proud yeah. of. Yeah, what was the hardest one to the get? Hardest, maybe the rarest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let us know. Tell us, we want to know. We're genuinely curious. Um, uh, next week, uh, I'm not going to be on HBO Max. No, you're not. No, I'm going to be uh, competing in the Magic: The Gathering U.S. Championships. Yeah, bringing home glory in in Dallas, Texas. Hopefully, McKenna. Hopefully. <laughs> 
so I think we're going to have you and your sister Campbell on. Next I believe week, right? so. I believe so. Yeah. It's that'll be cool. That'll, You're not going to want to miss that one. It'll be I don't know cool will be the right word, but it'll be something. I mean there there is a there is a secret pilot for a uh, a, a McKenna uh, and Campbell podcast somewhere on the internet. <laughs> there is. Um, I be- I've listened to it. It was a good time. Oh, so next you. week, I'm sure I'm sure you're going to be in for some fun stuff. Oh yeah, it'll it'll be a time. It'll be a time. All right. Well. Uh, bye. Bye.